add a bit of sunshine to your home with Easy Living Furniture's Garden Furniture Sale with stunning dining sets, cracking egg chairs and relaxing sun loungers that are in stock and ready for delivery there really is something for everyone and with an extra 10% off sale prices and free delivery over 399 now really is the time to let your garden shine Garden Sale now on Visit Easy Living Furniture Don't miss out Find your local store online at easylivingfurniture.ie Leia Healthcare It's good to live Proud sponsor of the Real Health Podcast with Carl Henry Welcome to the Real Health Podcast in association with Leia Healthcare with me Carl Henry Folks, today we're going a little bit left of centre, but something I, I feel really passionate about in terms of health, and I think is really important in terms of mental health, emotional health, and just how you feel overall, and that is your financial health. We just got through January, the whole country is broke after the big spend in December, you're coming into Feb now, people have a little bit more money, but it's crucial to tackle your finances, to be aware of your finances, and I really believe that if that's one kind of component of your life, that you can improve, that you can de-stress, everything else is going to be better. It can be a little bit scary looking at numbers, looking at your finances, but you know what? If you do it, you're going to get such, such benefit out of it. Joining us today is Charlie Weston, personal finance editor of the Irish Independent. Charlie, welcome to the Real Health Podcast. How's it going? Thanks, Carl. Yeah, great, thanks. Thanks for coming to the studio. Good, great. So, financial health. Yeah. Huge amount of pressure on people, huge amount of stress on people if their finances are all over the place. Yeah, it can affect everything. As you say, it's so important for your, your mental well-being that you are financially fit as, as well as everything else. And, you know, this is the very time to, to tackle it. And it'll give you all sorts of benefits if you can kind of get control of your finances. There's nothing worse than lying awake in, at night worrying that your finances are out of control. You may have blown the budget at Christmas uh, and you come into the new year with a big credit card debt. And don't feel you're alone. Most of us are that way. I mean, there was a survey published recently showing that um, something like 95% of people worry about um, their finances and think they're probably going to be worse off this year. You know, we may have full employment. The economy might be booming. There may be lots of uh, companies announcing they're locating here, but not everybody's feeling the benefits of that. A lot of people are still struggling, and particularly at this time of year. So, you know, that's the first thing. Remember, you are not alone. We're all like this. So, but... Little changes can make a big difference in, in something like this, and that's something we should tackle. And do you think it's something people run from, that they, they don't check the bank balance, they don't t- check the credit cards, and they just kind of I put the blinkers on, I suppose, for want of a better word, I just hope that it might go away, which obviously yeah. it doesn't. It doesn't, yeah. People get overwhelmed very easily by financial matters, and, and they allow it to spiral out of control. So the first thing is just tackle it head on, get into it, you know, make a plan, start modestly and, and, and look at how you might tackle it. The last thing you should do is just run away from it and let it get out of control because then, you know, you really will find yourself in difficulties and you don't want that. And talking about, I suppose, your top tips, that's what we want to get from today's episode. Every every episode that we do, we love for our listeners to get tips. And I know your first one is about drawing up a monthly budget. So budgeting can be really important and it's not too hard to do. Yeah, yeah, it sounds boring as hell, doesn't it? You know, get out a, a pad and, and a pen and start writing down what you're spending and, and what, what's coming in. Alternatively, do it on a phone. You know, a lot of the banks have, 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 have apps or, or programs on their uh, online banking uh, facilities where you can do this as well and they can tell you what you're spending. But it's just, it's a very good thing to do. It's just good financial discipline just to work out what you're spending and, uh, you know, uh, where's it all going? I mean, a, a, a good tip I always find is 
if it can at all, operate with cash. Take out a certain amount of cash every week to pay the kind of day-to-day stuff, the groceries maybe, the house, some of the household bills, uh, because it's just too easy to flash a card. And, you know, one of the worst things that's ever happened is the convenience of a contact, ton- oh, contactless pay, card. Yeah. yeah, you just hit those things without thinking about it. Whereas if you peel cash out of your wallet or your purse, you're actually thinking about it. And, it, and the psychology is totally different. And you realize you're spending down and you're probably less reluctant to kind of flash the cash. But, you know, with contactless, with debit cards, credit cards, it's too easy to spend. So that's the first thing. Just drop a budget, a monthly budget if you can. Work out wh- where the stuff is going. And that way you can get some control over the situation. Okay, so your monthly budget is what's going in versus what's coming out. Just put a list together. And, you know, if you're in a relationship, do it with your partner for what's coming in what's coming out, and then yeah. trying to allocate, you know, a weekly cash allowance. Yeah, you'll very soon see then if you're, if you're, if you're overdoing it, you know, in, in some areas. And it's probably the small stuff as well where you might be overdoing it as well. I mean, all those coffees and, uh, you know, the little treats and, uh, it, you know, it's some, sometimes, you know, stuff that you're buying at the weekend and you're not thinking about. Um, you know, they're, they're the things maybe just, just for a, f- a few months, cut those out just to, to get on top of the situation. Great, fantastic. Credit cards, your second yeah. tip. People have, people definitely forget about those and they've got massive APR rates, haven't they? Some of them They can. are, they're the devil incarnate, aren't they? I mean, they can be, they're just below uh, being classified as money lenders, they charge so much, I mean, that they often can be 23% and they're just too easy to use and many of us run up balances on them over, over Christmas particularly and uh, the worst thing you can do is pay the minimum because it can just take forever just to get on top of it. Um, you know, they really are... Uh, they're set up to kind of bamboozle you and, and, and make things difficult for you. It's conspiracy against you, really, the fact that you're allowed to pay the minimum. And people think that's a good idea. It's not. It's a terrible idea. I mean, the thing to do is maybe stop using the credit card and switch maybe to uh, a credit card, if you can get one, with a 0% balance for a period. You know, in other words, uh, there, there'll be no, um, there's, there's no interest uh, on that. And stop using it for that period and pay off the balance within that interest-free period. So in other words, you know, that, that's such a facility. You have an interest-free period, maybe six months, that's the time just to deal with it. And it's one of the high cost um, financing arrangements you have. So you should tackle that one before other things. And is it hard to switch? Are you tied into one credit card or is it very easy to switch over to another? No, it's easy enough. If you, if you, know, if you, if you don't have an impaired credit history, I mean, if your credit history is okay, I mean, they, they, will, they will generally take you with another card provider will take you. Uh, and they may even take you if, you're, if your credit history is a little bit bad because, I mean, they want people with... Uh, Bad credit histories, they're the ones they make money out of, you know. So, I mean, they will absolutely love you if you're, of course, the credit card company will love you if you're just paying the minimum. Uh, so, so try and get on top of that if you can. Um, and, of course, on it, your credit cards, you can tick a box, because I know, because I've done it with my own, uh, purely to avoid running up a big, a, a, a big debt on it. But you can tick the box on the form to take the full amount out each month so you don't run up a debt as well, can't you? You, you can do that. You can set up a direct debit, uh, you know, to, t- to, to pay it every month or even pay a, a, a good chunk of it every month uh, if it's particularly high and you want to get on top of it. Um, you know, the, the other thing is if you've got savings, it makes no sense to have savings which are not being paid. There's no, no interest in savings at the moment. So it makes no sense to have savings in one account and be, have a big bill on the, on the credit card, in the, you know, on the other side. Uh, you'd be better off using some of those savings to pay down the credit card debt if you can, if you're in, lucky enough to be in that position. Of course, especially if, you're, if you've got an interest above 20% yeah, on, your, w- on your debt. It makes no sense to leave it there. No, exactly. I mean, it is the most expensive debt most of us have. You know, with the exception of people who use money lenders, you know, credit cards are really, you know, they're savagely high interest rates. Okay, great. Tip number three, the household essentials. Uh, I did this recently myself with my energy uh, provider. I switched and... The ads kind of say, oh, it's, you know, you can switch within three or four minutes. I was 
pleasantly surprised. It literally took me three or four minutes to switch it. Yeah. Uh, and the saving was huge that we got when we changed over. So household essentials are something people should definitely look at uh, in terms of like broadband, uh, energy costs, all of that. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, th- th- there's a lot of healthy competition out there, but you know, most of us don't 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 actually benefit from it because we don't exploit it. You take energy, for example. You mentioned energy, gas, electricity. There's 10, 11 providers out there and they're all competing and they all have good deals if you sign up for them for, for, for you know, uh, if you switch to them. So you need to switch. If you're not switching, they're just going to love you because they're probably charging you one of the highest tariffs you're on. You know, you might have got a deal for the first year maybe because, you, you know, there was an introductory offer. You're now probably paying something like 20, 25% more than somebody who's a new customer. It, new customers is, is the game. That's where they get the discounts. That's where you get the, the benefits. So you've got to switch and become a new customer. Alternatively, ring up your provider and say, look at I'm with you guys for a long time. I'm considering moving to somebody else. Can you give me some sort of a deal here? Now, they may have some retention deal. Might not be great. Or you might just get a new customer deal off them. Or, or if not, as you say, it isn't, di- it isn't difficult, Carl, to, to switch. With, with electricity, with phone uh, services, with TV services, it can be done over the phone. Uh, with, with energy, for example, it can be done in, in maybe half an hour. There's just a few things you need. You need to you know, get out a bill, uh, read the meter, and have some d- bank details available. You know, you will you will probably need to sign up for a direct debit and accept online billing or e- emailed billing, electronic billing, because they're the best deals. You can deals. get discounts by doing all online, uh, all online billing. Exactly. If you just do it all online as well, you get the very best deal. If you don't ring anybody, they, you do the work for them. They give you a great deal. So look at it. It's well worth doing. I mean, these are the bills we have to pay. We can't escape having homes heated at the moment and putting on electricity. So why not get a better deal for it? With broadband, the same. We all need broadband. It's become a life essential, one of life's essentials. Phone plans, you know, uh, are you on the best phone plan? Your mobile phone uh, plan, you may have had the same plan for years. There's probably a better one out there. There's a multiplicity of different plans out there. Even just talking to your own provider and seeing, could I be on some, a better plan? This one I find expensive, you know. So I suppose that the key thing there is don't be afraid to go to your current provider in any of those kind of household essentials and ask for a better deal yeah, because they will give it to you. Thing, maybe that's the first thing to do. Start yeah. with them. And if you're not satisfied that they're giving you a decent deal, if you've seen better deals somewhere, you know, we'll just move. Uh, you know, try out, there's good, there's good um, cost, uh, price comparison sites like switcher.ie and bonkers.ie. Strange names, bonkers.ie and switcher.ie. But, they, you know, they will, you, 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 they will tell you where, where the best deals are. And they're, they're well worth having uh, a good look at every so often to make sure that you get better deals on what you have to pay, essentials that you have to pay every month. Great. So start with the household, have a look at what you're paying out and don't be afraid to be a consumer and go and ask them for better deals or claim that, or, uh, that you might switch. And don't be afraid to tell them. It's important. Okay, the next one uh, is going to be your monthly payments. So I, this will cover the likes of gym memberships, car loans, Presumably. Yeah, you know, you you know, you you're probably not going to be too happy with me saying, you know, <laughs> a lot of people take out gym memberships, but they, and they keep paying them and they're not using it. You mm-hmm. know, are you using it? You know, is there an old insurance policy? There? I found an old insurance policy on my system, and we we had moved house at one stage. We were still paying insurance on the other one. A few months later, you know, so keep just get out the bank statement, check that all those direct debits, all those standing orders, are they still relevant? You know, I mean, are are you paying for some streaming service that you're not using anymore? Uh, is there a cinema membership you signed up for at one stage? Now, granted, these things are very, very difficult to wriggle out of sometimes when you, st- you sign up for them. But I just think it's, you know, very much worthwhile cancelling any uh, subscriptions that you no longer use. And you be, might be surprised that the, the number of 
uh, small amounts maybe. It might be a fiver going out every month. But why, why should you be paying a fiver every month on something you don't use? So it's just, it's just something to worth watching, you know, particularly in families, large families. Uh, you know, in a moment of weakness, one of the parents can be asked to sign up for something for, for a kid and then the kid stops using it, you know. Uh, you, you need to watch that, I think. Great. Well, look, a fiver a month is far better off in, in your pocket than it is in someone else's. So, you know, the small little bits add up. Okay, tip number five, tax reliefs and tax benefits. Yeah, Something pe- that people are totally afraid to go near. They're afraid of the revenue, aren't they? They're afraid of the tax amount. But look, to be fair to the revenue, they're very, very keen for people to claim back what's, what's, what's rightfully theirs. I mean, a lot of the tax reliefs, tax refunds that were available are gone since the... the you know, the economy got into a mess. But there are plenty there still. There's a few there still. You know, there's the likes, the big one, I suppose, is medical expenses. You're entitled to 20% back on the cost of prescriptions, GPs, consultancy visits, that kind of thing. You know, and that can really add up. Um, you, you know, a, a family of four could have huge medical expenses. You know, a, a GP is typically 55, 60 euros. You're entitled to 20% of that back if you keep the receipts. You, you fill out a form called Med1 and you claim it at the end of the year. Uh, you know, obviously, it only applies to fun, money you haven't got back from your health insurer. Some health insurers will give you... I was going to ask you that. Yeah, so if, if, you, if, if you if you have private health insurance and you get some of the GP uh, fees back, yeah. are you still entitled to government... government? You, you, well, you, you have to take away that amount. I mean, okay. you, you know, many of the health insurance plans out there, particularly the corporate ones, which we're all entitled to get, uh, you, you would get some money back on, on, on GP vis- visits and uh, consultants. Um but, you know, and you can't claim anything on that from, okay. the, from the tax man. But the rest, supposing you get 50%, supposing you're, you've spent a thousand euros on, on, on GPs and prescriptions and stuff, and you get 500 of that back off, off the health insurer, you, you, you can go look at um, claiming on the other 500 euros, you get 20% of the other 500 euros from the tax man. So right. it's definitely worth doing. You can go back four years as well. If you haven't done this for four years, you're entitled to go back for the last four years. I mean, the other one is if you're paying nursing home fees for... for for, 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 for a parent, you're entitled to some money back on that. that that's, you know, that's 40%. That's quite generous. Uh, you know, you're entitled to some, some tax relief as well if you've got kids in college. More than it, it'd have to be more than one, though. So, look, at these things are well worth making sure that, that, that you get everything that you're entitled to. You can do it on the phone. You can do it online. You can do it on your mobile phone. It's easy enough to do. Okay, so, and revenue.ie is the site people should go to? Yeah, revenue is, 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 is the site there. I mean, and ring them. They're very helpful. I always find the revenue people get a very bad press. They are actually the most decent, uh, hardworking people out there. Very, very nice people to deal with. They will help you through the process. Well, the fact that you can go back four years, like if you're listening and have a think of what you spent over the last four years on medical expenses that potentially you can get 20% back on, um, it's a no-brainer. Uh, I think people forget about it. I think people are scared of it but it's certainly a no-brainer to go back Mm. and have a look at it. Folks, you are listening to The Real Health Podcast in association with Leia Healthcare with me, Carl Henry. I really hope you're enjoying today's episode. It is a little bit different, but Charlie is giving us some great tips so far to transform your finances, to get more money in your pocket, which is always a good thing, and that can only do wonders for your health in every single way, in terms of mental health and physical health, and just in terms of how you feel. So we have a couple of tips left to go through. Um, I like this one. Energy-saving measures around the house. It's a hard one at the moment. It is. It's, it's kind of cold. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, sometimes we do. We do. It's too hot sometimes. I mean, you know, it, it, and just a small adjustment in, in in the temperature on the the gauge of the heating system. Turn it down, say by one one degree, that could knock ten percent off your your heating bill. I mean, that's that's a big load of money. Um, you know, and just be conscious. Is, should that heating be on all the time? Is there is there somebody in the house? You know, a lot of us have these devices now where we can operate this this system uh, from outside the house. I mean, that that's a good idea. I mean, our appliance has been left on overnight. You know, you're leaving on TVs and things and, uh, you know, uh, stuff plugged in. I mean, 
it, that's the sort of thing my dad used to whinge about. He used to go around the house plugging out stuff, but he was absolutely <laughs> right. There was wisdom in my, in my, in my, in my dad's kind of old-fashioned way of doing things. Plug out stuff at night if, it's, yeah. if it doesn't need to be on standby. I mean, it doesn't use a lot of, uh, of energy sometimes, but sometimes it, it, sometimes it does, you know. There's some... some some studies say that, you know, appliances that are left on standby, you know, if you turn them, turn them off, you could save 20% on, on the heating bill. I mean, on the electricity bill, that is big, that is big, but it doesn't always work. Some, sometimes they use very, the more modern appliances don't use a lot of energy, but it's just something you should watch, I suppose, you know. One of the ways I've found, from my own perspective to do that, is um, we moved house recently enough and we're in a, an A-rated home, which is great. But in terms of turning appliances off, is I got smart plugs. Yeah, um, which are they're connected to my Wi-Fi, and they we I set them to turn off. So say the TV, the sky, the skybox, all of that, yeah. it turns off at twelve o'clock at night, wow, that's and great. then turns back on about maybe ten in the morning. Yeah. And you can, and it's all wirelessly done. The plug just shuts it all down. Sure, and you can I can adjust it via the app on my phone if I feel if I want to turn stuff on. And I, we have them dotted around the house now. Yeah. We've we've definitely found a saving um, with their yeah. USB with their USB bill. There's great technological advances now. You can even you can have light bulbs that can be adjusted from your phone I mean, individually, I mean, which is a great idea, you know. So th- there isn't really an excuse for just leaving everything on. I mean, there are houses that, t- you, you, you know, you know there's only one person in the house and yet every light in the house is on, you know. So, yeah, if you've got good technology that, that can help you with this, you've got to exploit it, use it. I mean, that's what that's about. I mean, we, we, I mean, obviously, as well, we, our carbon emissions are huge. I mean, we're under pressure in this country because we're, you know, we're really one of the bad boys when it comes to emissions. So... You know, if you're wasting energy, you're not helping the environment either, as well as kind of making your bills too big. <laughs> Great. Okay, the next tip. Um, I'm interested by this one, actually. I never thought about it, but it's good. Switching from monthly to annual payments for yeah. things and seeing if you can, you can negotiate a better deal by paying in a lump sum as opposed to paying monthly. Yeah, yeah. No, you know, yeah, there's two things here. One is that some providers will, will actually charge you for paying monthly, even though they're guaranteed to get the money. It's absolutely, I don't know how they can justify this. It's outrageous. It's actually something that should be banned. Sometimes, you know, they'll put a facility fee, a cost on, on, on the fact that they're collecting that money every week, even though they're guaranteed to get it because it's coming off a direct debit out of a bank account. So it could be 3% of what you're paying. Uh, so, you know, if you pay annually, that doesn't apply. And the other thing as well is if you're prepared to pay annually, there may be a discount. They may say, oh, actually, you know, we get it all up front. The company might say, so that's good for us. We may, they may give you a discount. Don't be afraid to ask. Should can only say no? What's the big deal? You know, we don't haggle half enough. We just accept, oh, that's the way it's done. You can always kind of try and ask and see, can you, can you get a deal? Um, you know, so the, the convenience of paying monthly sometimes... Sometimes it's, it's expensive as well as convenient. So it's something I'm, I really think we should just, just, just look at. It. It's a small thing. It might make a huge bit of difference, but all these small things add up. There's potentially another tip there, just listening to your chat, in, and that tip is probably haggle. Yeah, I don't think we do that. You must be enough. great crack to go shopping with. I'm, I'm uh, no, I'm not great, but I mean, <laughs> and, and sometimes you know the big multiples are terrible. I mean, that's why I like small local guys because they <laughs> will be prepared maybe to do a deal with you. Yeah, you know, especially if you're paying in cash. You know, they like to see cash. Um, we just don't do it half enough, do we? I mean, you can always do deals. There's always a bit of flexibility. You, they want to retain your business. Retention of business is a big thing for, for providers of services. And if they think you're threatening to leave, they will be prepared to haggle for you. You know, it's not, it's not, you don't have to go to a bazaar in, 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 in an Arabic country to, 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 to do a deal. You can do a deal in, 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 with a provider here in this country. You don't need to be in a souk or somewhere exotic. <laughs> we're, we're all, you know, everybody is, oh, it, it's worth asking. Just ask. Yeah. You can only say no, and it's, it's not going to make any difference if they do say no. Don't be afraid to ask. It's good. Okay, the next tip is fee-free banking. 
Tell us about that. Yeah, banking has become expensive. You know, I mean, the banks almost collapsed. So one of the things they did was started charging you for using a current account. And that's the daily transaction account we all need. Our, our wages go into that bank account and we pay out stuff out of it. And, you know, if if you don't meet very strict criteria, usually they'll charge you a monthly amount. Can add up really. They can charge you fees, transactions, plus a monthly instalment amount. So, you know, I think there are ways around that. I mean, they often have conditions. Sometimes they're lousy conditions. You know, some of the banks want you to keep two and a half thousand euros mm-hmm. in credit in your account to get fee-free banking. Um, if that's what they want, why not? You're not going to get anything in your savings account anyway because, you know, savings rates are very poor at the moment. Um, you know, you may be over, over a certain age, uh, 60, 65, you're entitled to fee-free banking. Uh, or there may be other conditions. It may be move around. I mean, there's some, there's, you know, there's new... There's new, there's new apps out there all the time. There's new fintech kind of companies. Uh, you know, the more agile, more technologically enabled banks are less inclined to charge you. Don't be afraid to move your bank account. I mean, it's, it's a messy thing to do, uh, but they will facilitate you doing it. And if you think you're being charged a lot by your bank for just day-to-day banking stuff, there's no harm thinking about moving around. And does that apply as well to mortgages then? Because there's been a lot of kind of advertising over the course of the last year for, uh, for banks looking to get your business to switch mm. your mortgage, to help you switch your mortgage. Um, so presumably the same applies there. You know, yeah. look at what you're getting and then see what's on offer uh, and see A, if you possibly can switch, but B, also if you go back to your bank and say, listen, I'm going to switch if I don't mm. get a better rate and see what happens. Look, you may not need even to switch. A lot of the times banks have better rates and people just don't know to ask for them or are afraid to ask for them. They don't want to upset anything. You know, you, the rate, they may have a rate based on the fact that you made up some, might have built up some equity in the home at last, you know, after years of maybe being a negative equity. Of course, your, 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 your rates are often based on your loan to value. Values. That's what they call that, yeah. And, you know, a lot of the banks like Bank of Ireland, uh, Permit TSB, they have these loan to LTV loan to value rates which, you know, they'll give you a discount based on the fact that you've equity built up in the home because this is a lower risk for them. So, you know, but the problem is people don't often just don't avail of that, even though the banks will write to you and say you're entitled to this. So you don't even need to switch sometimes. Uh, just go and see if they have a better rate available. You know, the fixed rates are often pretty good at the moment. Consider fixing, uh, you know, interest rates... Are, are, are very low at the moment globally and the European Central Bank rate is probably not going to go up maybe the end of this year, maybe next year. But, you know, so so the fixed rates, it's locked in now for a while because fixed r- rates will go up at some stage. So maybe you get a better rate for a fixed rate, you know. But it, it could, if it really comes to it and your bank are not offering you a good rate, consider switching. It is, it's a big process, uh, but, you, you know, you may get cash back by moving to somebody else. They may pay, pay your, your conveyancing fees and you may save an awful lot of money monthly as well because you're, you're going to be paying less. Charlie, you've given us some great tips today for our listeners, no question about it. The one thing that really comes into that focus across all the tips Charlie has given us is don't be afraid to ask. Have a look at what you're paying. Have a look at where the money is going and don't be afraid to ask for a better deal because chances are you're going to get it. Businesses will want your customers. a highly competitive market across all aspects of what we're paying out. So don't be afraid to be a consumer. Push back a little bit and ask for a better deal. No question about it. Charlie, where can people re- read your articles in the Irish Independent? Uh, I have articles in the Independent every uh, almost every day. Uh, so, you know, various news articles and on Saturday then I answer questions and we have some features on personal finance on a Saturday as well. Great. So if you, ha- if you have any questions for Charlie, don't be afraid to email him. Uh, the email address is? You could e- email cweston at independent.ie. Fantastic. There you go, folks. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Real Health Podcast in association with Leia Healthcare with myself, Carl Henry. 
a different approach to health. But that's what we're all about. Different episodes every now and again to make you think a little bit. And today's episode is to make you think about saving a little bit of money because every euro in your pocket is a whole lot better than in somebody else's. Have a wonderful day and we'll see you next week. Leia Healthcare. It's good to live. Proud sponsor of The Real Health Podcast with Carl Henry.